This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're talking about faith and works. What does it mean when James said, faith without works is dead? When it comes to our Christian lives, how much of what we do really matters? And is there really that big of a difference between faith and works? Stay tuned to find out. Here's a sneak peek. He says, show me your faith, I'll show you my works. Isn't that what he says? What he was saying was works are faith. Works are faith. And you have to have you, faith to have works, you, almost. You have to believe the premise of yeah. the truth. You know, hear the truth and believe it. So Jesus is Lord. Uh, he's going to come and judge the living and the dead. He said his words will judge us and so the things he taught. That's right. You have to say, I believe those things. Now what do I do? But those things that you believe tell you what to do. Hmm. So loving as you've been loved, laying mm-hmm. down your life for your neighbor. It goes on and on, you know. And those things... Works and faith are the same thing as what James is trying to make the point of. You're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating or a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversation about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Welcome to The Uncommon Truth. My name is Max, and I'm with Stephen Vicky Orsillo, hey. as always. Hey, hey. How you guys doing? Great. Good. That's good. Hey, so um, I was uh, hanging out before lunch, and I brought something for you to try. Something, uh, I don't know if you want to try one of these now, but if you want to snack on those. You mean I like got some uh, talk and chew at the same are time? These, yeah, are, these Cana- are these Canadian? No, they were... Uh, they they were stocking stuffers for my wife and I. So oh, we got ma- some kangaroo jerky. Have you ever eaten kangaroo? Is no, it really no. kangaroo? It's kangaroo. That's I think it's mean that he wanted to kill a kangaroo to make a jerky. Yeah, that's yeah. politically correct. I don't think roadkill is uh, healthy. Maple is it? duck. That sounds Canadian, right? <laughs> yeah, maple duck. What's the other one? Antelope. Buffalo, beefy and beef and buffalo. <laughs> and I thought if I anybody would kangaroo, enjoy this, bu- kangaroo, I don't think we should uh, find antelope. a kangaroo dead in the forest and oh make jerky gosh. out of it. And if you did, then I don't want to eat this. People have too much time on their thought, hands with COVID. Yos and I thought this would be like a hit. <laughs> yeah, it will. I love it's it's beef. We're not gonna okay. let anybody know we're we not eat gonna them. try it's it right meat. now. Um, Maybe, right while now, I'm talking on this. <laughs> I think that's not talk? good, is it? I don't know. You guys you would complain. Hear him. You complain about all kinds of sounds. We hear about your. That would be a sound, baby. <laughs> we hear well, sometimes nose. we get the nasal whistle. That was me a few right. weeks well, ago. Chewing would be a little uh, worse than a nasal whistle. The sigh. Vicky and I talk about the sigh when whenever. Vicky starts talking, and yeah, then you'll he, hear Steve go. I'm surprised he doesn't rub <sighs> his face. And then, but I think it's because you just came off talking, and you have to get your breath again. Oh, thank and you. Max. I don't know what thank I don't know you. what noises I make. I'm rolling my eyes in case you're not uh, seeing my eyes roll. We are on YouTube if you want to watch. We're also on eyes. radio. Uh, I've been watching. So if you're listening on uh, 24/7 AM FM, welcome. We're on at 10 a.m. Eastern every Tuesday morning, so uh, 7 a.m. Pacific if you're in California. And it's crazy. Uh, apparently, 473,000 people tune into The Uncommon <laughs> Truth online That's in a uncommon. month. That's uncommon. Is that uh, the truth? I, I think it's the truth. So we're going to be we're going to try to test that. So if you if you want to get in touch with us and say, yeah, I'm one of those people, we got uh, I can see people listening in like all across the eastern United States where I don't think we have a whole lot of, of like people that we know. Wow. So like Arkansas, Louisiana, 
um, lots in Georgia. And I know we have some friends in North Carolina, but Virginia and Maryland. And so if you're out there, you're listening to 24 seven AM FM on, uh, on Tuesday mornings, just shoot us an email. It's, uh, the uncommon podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's me. Or you can, uh, just find us on, on Apple podcasts, search up uncommonpodcast.com. And just leave us a review and say, "Hey, I'm one of I'm one of your radio listeners. We'd we'll, love to we'll hear that." We'll actually say your name. Yeah, Vicky will shout. I will you write. Out. <laughs> I will write out all your names. Your four hundred seventy thousand. Well, it would people. be so good to know who people are listening. We'd love be, to know. Steve will probably sing you a song from his the youth piano based man. on the the, the state you're from. Right. Want to sing you a love Got song? Carolina. You're going to Carolina in your mind, yeah. or yeah, something like York that, right? State of Mind. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what we can do, but get in contact with us. We want to know that you're out Chicago. there. Chicago, it's my kind of town. Sweet home, sweet home, Chicago. Sweet home, Alabama. Ooh. Well, there's sweet, but then there's uh, what's the Blues Brothers one? Um, sweet home, Chicago, something like I that. I don't know, no? sweet home, Chicago. Yeah, you got us there. No, okay. You did. Now we're starting singing. Belushi, uh, John Belushi, and yeah. Old you're, Elwood. You're too young and, uh, to know John Elwood Belushi. And Elwood and uh, Leroy, Juliet, Jake, Jake, and Jake. Elwood, yeah. Jake. Yeah, that's, I about love that movie. that's about the extent of all I know. It's got the world's longest. We're on a mission. The world's from God. longest chase scene. Yeah, I, but I that's what, that's actually where you guys have something in common with. Uh, they're always like, "We're on a mission from God." That's right. But they, and they God. actually talk like Vicky a little bit because God. they're from Chicago. They talk like they're Chicago. So they do talk like Vicky. Yeah, anyway, Jake and Elwood. I'm glad to be here with you Praise guys. Praise the Lord. We are going through our series. This is season two. We're talking about the the unique points that you guys started your church with um, and had the Father's House Church kind of built around. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, this isn't just a church podcast. This isn't just our church's podcast. This this podcast is for anybody who knows Jesus, wants to know Jesus better, has never heard of Jesus, and is kind of intrigued. Um, And these are things like I spent my, since I was 13, as a Christian, and, uh, and a lot of these things are new and different when I came here. And so that's why we're talking about them, because I think they are uncommon truths for people. And it's a lot of the basis of what we talk about on the podcast in general. So today we're going to be covering one of the message points that says, uh, faith without works is dead. And that's found in James. And um, so what are these works that James talks about in that verse? He's really talking about works of faith taking the gospel out and preaching it. And he's talking about um, the spreading of the gospel into places that it's dangerous. They're really focused on, you know, being hunted, being hated, being uh, the false, you know, a a God saying, I am the only way, no way to the Father but through me. Mm. So they're really focused on this, the promised one. There's only one. And they got to go out into the world and preach this gospel at great risk, at great, you know, bottle of, of great bodily harm. Mm-hmm. And he's really talking about those things. But he's talking about following Jesus and being like Jesus being a work. So faith works. Mm-hmm. And in that, you have to include, I was hungry and you fed me not. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. And how Jesus, he, he's talking about the teachings and followings, you know, of Jesus. So right. he says, faith without works is dead. And show me you you tell me of your faith and i say i'll see it by your works what do you do and in that in that time period uh they were selling their possessions to bring to the congregation so to make to make sure everybody was cared for in this very dark time in history today in 2021 
A lot of talk about it being the end times, you know, about all the signs and things of the end times. Well, they thought they were they thought they were definitely the end times. Mm -hmm. Sell all that you have, put it in a bundle, you know, in, in many places, not not everywhere. And maybe not where James was. I don't know. But he's talking about those kinds of works, sacrificial preaching of the gospel, making the gospel the only thing that matters. They might even have been led in some places to close their business, sell their property, bring it like in the book of Acts, bring it together and feed everybody. And by the time we're out of money to feed everybody, the Lord will have come back and we're gone. Mm. In, in that, that might've been what he's talking about, even though his motive or his premise that this is the end times might've been wrong. And uh, it's still, that's what he's talking about. Sacrificial works, works that, expose you put you in put you on blast put you out for all to see and oh and in addition to that obedience to jesus christ mm -hmm. uh, which kind of puts you out there on the cross in front of everybody you know standing on the rock as it were you know preaching to the least of these doing good to those who persecute you loving your enemies turning the other cheek these are the kind of works that james is talking about if Besides in his own place where he's trying to encourage people to preach the gospel, it's he's also trying them to to, to get them to follow Jesus and mm -hmm. obey him in all of his teachings. Um, yeah, faith without works is dead it, to me is it's it's the tension of the gospel all the way through the New Testament is yes and no. It's like, you know. You can't have faith without works. You can't have works without faith. You know, if you just do works, you're going to burn out. Mm -hmm. And um, in my opinion, that doesn't work. Um, people often come to the Father's house, take a tour, you know, here for a week, and they're just like, they're mesmerized at mesmerized. the works that we do here. And if it was, if we, and often the question is, don't you ever, don't you ever rest? Are you trying to work your way to heaven? Hmm. Um, and it's because I love and freely was given, freely I give. I want my love to show, to look like something. And if we were just works oriented, um, I believe I would have been uh, burned out about 19 years ago. And yeah. um, I'm not burned out. I'm more in love with Jesus than I ever have been. Um, and we do some monumental, quote unquote, things, yeah. you know, works. Um, so faith is, you know, faith, Steve will say it, faith is a door to works, right? You got to go through faith to get to works. It's there. Yeah, you can't have one. Grace. Yeah, you can't have the one without the other. But um, so it's really a uh, fulcrum. It's really a teeter-totter of probably about equal faith and works hmm. he says show me your faith i'll show you my works isn't that what he says what he was saying was works are faith works are faith and you have to have you, faith that works you, almost you have to believe the premise of yeah. the truth you know, hear the truth and believe it so jesus is lord uh he's going to come and judge the living and the dead he said his words will judge us and so the things he taught That's right you have to say i believe those things now what do i do well those things that you believe tell you what to do. Hmm. So loving as you've been loved, mm -hmm. laying down your life for your neighbor. It goes on and on, you know. And those things, works and faith are the same thing as what James is trying to make the point of. And it, I believe it's Paul that says we are saved by grace. Through faith. And not by works, lest any man mm -hmm. should boast. And we are saved by grace and that through, through faith. faith. Mm -hmm. So if faith and works are interchangeable and the same, and show me your works and I'll see your faith. 
don't tell me about your faith. Then also you add the verse that says, without faith, it is it impossible to please God. Mm. Yeah, it's it is impossible to please God. Well, if faith and works are synonymous and you have no faith without works, it's dead faith. Your belief in those pre- things you were taught, those things you heard, those truths you were told is demonstrated in the response of preaching the gospel, mm. loving your enemy, turning the other cheek, giving to those who ask of you. It's all of those things, the teachings of Jesus Christ, including the preaching of Jesus Christ, all of those works demonstrate your salvation, Hmm. the pleasing of God. How do you have grace in your life? Who has grace? Um, He who has faith. Who has faith? Well, look, you'll see the works of belief. It's kind of like saying, I believe it's going to rain today, but you don't take an umbrella with you. Right. If you if you did believe it was going to rain, you would have an umbrella with you. Yeah, especially if you came, thought I mean, rain was a bad thing. If you thought it's going to rain today, I can't wait to run in the rain. But you, it's based on. <laughs> but it is based on your belief. What yeah. your your example is based on. You think rain rain is going to be harmful, so you got to take it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a very good metaphor for Christianity. If you really believe that He is the Lord of the living and the dead, and these every man is going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ, like Paul said. You'd want to know that you're pleasing to God and what faith means. If, if grace is a tr- um, acquired by faith, then you want to know what faith is. Mm-hmm. We have translated it to he who believes in our English, and we haven't even bothered to define belief. Mm. And so works is the actual lifestyle of belief. Good. You, we aren't saved by what we do or because of what we do. What we do is because we have met Jesus Christ, believe what he said, and are saved. And so you can't have one with the other without the other. One is the fruit or evidence of your salvation. It isn't how you got your salvation. You got that by believing. Grace. Yeah. But your faith in that belief, your faith in those words, your trust in those words can't be said. It has to be done. Hmm. Well, it is said, but it, has to, it can't only be said. It yeah. has to be done and said. And that's what James is saying in that faith without works is dead. I think it's a missing element in Christianity. It's why it's on the list of of these messages is because it's one of the most important forgotten things like a couple weeks ago for the importance of forgiveness. Vicki said this is the most ignored thing, you know, the one we ignore the most. Yeah. And it can't be ignored. Neither can this one. So it's one of those. I think it's being ignored and I don't I wish it wasn't. So I'm going to put it on the wall. Faith without works is dead. Make people go, oh, what's that mean? And mm-hmm. go find out that, whoa, I'm supposed to show my faith. My faith or I, my faith is demonstrated through my works. So if I have no works, my faith is dead. Yeah. Dead faith is not going to get you grace. Mm. Mm. Wow. Bam. Yeah. So you, you touched on a little bit what seems to be what you were kind of seeing in Christianity in 20th, 21st century. 21st now. And, uh, and then... Like, we, we don't want that. We don't want to just say what we believe and what we stand for. We actually want to show. Live it. And, and right, show and tell and live. And so um, there, is there, like, a bit of a, like, a mind in Christianity today that it's like, well, it doesn't really matter what I do? Is that there? Well, I think that's prevalent. We've talked about that a few times. It's, it's, I think it's, a, it's the problem with uh, modern-day Christianity is because I got saved on this day and it doesn't matter what I do. Because I'm saved, it's it's actually like a noun. You yeah. know, I, I be I'm saved. It's who I am, and the truth is, is that it 
does matter what you do. And it does, he talks about faith without works is dead. It's a verb, right? Works is a, is a verb. And, and he talks about feeding, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, you know. And then the story that we cannot ever um, dismiss, which causes all kinds of consternation in the New Covenant, New Testament, is the Ananias and Sapphira story mm. that we just want to gloss over. But that was kind of, that's a kind of a crazy what, story. So what does it say? Well, Ananias and Sapphira, Steve was talking about in Acts, how they all came together in one mind. Sell their properties. Sell their properties. They put their stuff together, food. Mm. They, you know, and Ananias and Sapphira were believers. They, they seemed like they believed what, you know, Paul was, Paul was putting down, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they sold a piece of property. And they could have, let's say they sold it for $100,000. But they told what individually they told Paul is it was Paul wasn't it uh, or it Peter? Was Peter Peter they told Maybe. Peter we'll that get they a fact checker. yeah they yeah, that they Peter. actually sold it for fifty let's say fifty thousand mm-hmm. and he and and Peter Paul said um, I can't believe that you know you're lie you would lie like that basically you could have you could have kept the, all the money but you're lying about the money and yep. lying to the Holy Spirit lying to the Holy Spirit and he they got they got struck each one individually got struck dead mm. and pulled out of the court and people want to say that our God doesn't do those kind of things only in the old covenant but he's the same yesterday today and forever mm. and so the works and your motive behind the works is really Very important. important is am I what I'm saying is clear I'm are you can you pretty clear yeah. can you clean that up at all yeah it's just that you know mm. in Ananias and Sapphira there's just it's 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 scary, and it's all they did was they said, "Here we brought the thirty thousand dollars we sold the lot for, and they really sold it for fifty. And Peter said, "Why did you do that? Why did you lie to the Holy Spirit? You're, it's like you you're saying we gave this property to the Holy Spirit, but we kept twenty percent, and forty uh, percent would be that analogy. Yeah, nobody was holding their yeah. gun to their head to no, say no. They could have done right. anything, and you could have kept you it all. 10%. You could have said, "Hey, we sold it for fifty. We're going to give thirty. But they said we gave it all, and, and we sold it for 30, and so they lied to the Holy Spirit. And I, I think that it's really important not to do that. Hmm. And uh, What does I, that have to do with faith with work, though? Did you, is there, is there so, a correlation? Yeah, well, it is a work. It's it's a false work, so you try to fake works. And I know, honestly, in my yeah. Christian walk, I've been around a lot of, I mean, a lot of people who this evidence, this is analogy for, that's faking their works, you know, or saying they did something they didn't do, or saying they, you know, have lived their whole life doing something they never have done. Yeah. And I, I, boy, I, I hope I'm not guilty of that. And I, uh, I think that that's a, you can't fake the works that produce faith or that, that demonstrate, I said produce, but it doesn't, it's demonstrate faith. Right. The, the interchangeable word faith and works is not a faked one. It isn't a lied one. It isn't a made-up one. It isn't a hyped one. Oh, the guy was totally healed when he wasn't. Yeah. That's that's not that's not a handy thing to do. That's not a very. I would be scared to do that. Yeah. I want to look. I want there to be to true lev- true evidence that the person was healed before I say they're healed, and uh, I would say that hey, the guy claims his pain's gone or something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have no problem with that, but. Uh, I think in our world today, it's just say it until it's true or say it, maybe it'll become true or say it and maybe people believe it, whether it is true or not. And I think that's just, that defeats faith. Hmm. I think hyped faith destroys faith. Every time you get up and say something happened that didn't like these guys, I know places where there'd be a thousand people in the room five years later with getting up and saying those things, a hundred of those people are still in faith and the rest are not. 
I mean, that's a that's a huge percentage. Yeah, it works. And so you can see how important if if 90 percent of the people in a room will lose their faith if you hype it or lie about it, like Ananias and Sapphira did, you can see how important that story is. Yeah. You know what? What are we trying to do? Are we we're trying the works of that are alive and that produce life are the ones he's talking about preaching the gospel, telling the truth, introducing the truth to the world, telling the good news of Jesus Christ. Now you have a room in a hundred people and five years later, you're going to have a room of 900 because mm -hmm. the truth is told. But if you keep hyping it or saying, I say, hey, I sold it for 50,000 or I, you say I sold it for 30,000. Here it is. When you really sold it for 50,000, you're telling a lie and you're a thousand person room is going to turn into a hundred you're going to kill faith that's good and that's why this story is so incredibly important excuse me anyway so that was good that Stephen cleared that up for me because that was a really good yeah uh the story just came to me and i just and i'm like Stephen packed it way better than i did but the truth is that's that is the um an important important uh, truth it is really an important story and i do know that a lot of people push it out mm. and, and it's it's what do you kind mean, like, of like they, they won't, the they won't tell it they'll skip it they won't tell it they'll stop you from telling it yeah because it really contradicts an awful lot of theology in yes. today's world mm. and i think that ananias and sapphira's sin i think it feels really harsh <laughs> you know the yeah. men are at the yeah. door to carry you out for lying to the holy spirit <laughs> I mean, it seems like, oh, this wow, no like, warning. Like Over serious, man. Literally. If we did that today, man, <laughs> yeah. then people would call you all kinds of names. Well, then I, I, but it was God. I've always wondered that, too. Like, I mean, if that happened today in a church, would we be under investigation? Of course. <laughs> We'd be in so, jail. So in, in several examples, and I'm not picking on any one place. I know many places this has happened where they have a crowd of young people and they do that. They lie about the Holy Spirit. They say they hype the story. They make up the testimony. They even in the I mean, it's as far back as I as there's been media. Uh, a fake guy comes on crutches and he's faking it mm -hmm. and he throws his crutches down and just shouts hallelujah. That's been left for the last 45 oh, years. Oh, that's You've been going it. on way yeah. more than 45 years. Yeah. It goes on, it you know, 45. way back, you know. We're just fake Christianity, fake fake works fake like mm -hmm. Ananias and Sapphira. And the room has 100 people in it. Five years later, it doesn't. It has 10 people in it. I mean, yeah. it really kills faith. And I'm just today, I mourn for all the people I knew who were so full of faith. A young a female pastor that was so on fire for God. And someone, she had fake people around her constantly saying fake things. And now you read her, never talks about Jesus. She was just a magical pastor hmm. and just talks of, never talks about Jesus. And I know, and I, that's one, but I, I mean, we know. Hundreds. Countless beyond yeah. the ability to count where people have lost their faith because we just can't take what Jesus says and believe it and then tell the truth about what's happening. You know, I mean, it's like they're going, they're trying to uh, apologize for Jesus or fill in, they are fill in or defend. Right. Instead of just saying this is this is the God I serve. And he doesn't need defending. He doesn't need explanation. They're trying to make signs and wonders. Important, most important. The, the God we follow instead of the God we follow and let signs and wonders follow you. Right. They're trying to create something and they're, they're killing faith. So if, let's go back to that same scenario. We have a church of a thousand and someone starts doing that. If, we, if they were killed, 
Nobody would do it, and five years later, you'd have a thousand people. <laughs> yeah, follow me. If the Holy Spirit, Spirit yeah. killed yeah. somebody right. for doing that today, the room of a thousand five years later would probably be ten thousand. Well, because we know that from the Book of Acts, <laughs> right? right? They were growing every day, right? And they right? don't, and you don't and want fear. that. Fear. They even said and fear. If mm-hmm. you did, so since the Holy Spirit didn't kill him today, maybe it was Peter that did it. Maybe Peter had that much power. But those of us that don't have that much power for some reason, we don't do it, and I'm sure I wouldn't do it uh, unless I was anyway. No, but, but, so just go with that. So <laughs> stay with ten that, years, honey. five years later, you'd you'd be amazingly growing. But if you didn't do it, you'd be you you'd just be constantly cycling yeah. people. It's good. Uh, you'd never you'd never well, I guess really our, get our faith version to grow. Would be like, hey, hit the road, Jack. We don't need that. And don't come back. Well, no I more, I no do more. have it happen around me all the time. I say sorry, but we we don't do that here. Hmm. We don't, you know, we wait. And if it's true, we celebrate it. We'll, yeah. we'll throw a party. We'll, we'll swing from the rafters if it's true. And we're so glad to hear your testimony of what's true, but don't make stuff up. Yeah. And that's one thing. So there's, there's churches on both sides of the spectrum. Correct. There's like this, this type of stuff doesn't happen and we won't even talk about it. Right. right. And then there's the churches like, this is the only thing that's worthwhile Correct. is gold teeth and, and uh, dust. Right. Whatever. And so that's why I appreciated coming here was that we're not going to discount this out of hand because that would be like yeah. contradictory it's to stupid. all of scripture, yeah. but we're not going to make just that like our only thing. We're going to go after character. We're going to go after holiness. We're going to go after like the words of Jesus. And uh, so that, that's what I appreciated because I came from one of those churches, which is like, if it was Holy spirit, then it probably was pretty scary to most people. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I, it, I was pretty yeah, uncomfortable. But what, what I wanted to ask is, so those are, those are like wrong works, lying about something, or those are bad works. What about Christians that just say, I don't need any works? Like, I don't need to, I can just say, okay, I'm down with Jesus. I prayed a prayer at summer camp when I was 14, and now I'm in my 30s, and I just, I can live however I want. What about those type of lack of works? Well, Do you, it, does that make sense? What yeah, I'm yeah. It's, it's like That's it's, faith he's got any he, works. He's got my back. I, I, it's, it's the proverbial, I, I prayed. And I'm saved. It doesn't really matter about you. Mm-hmm. It's a very selfish, self-centered gospel of faith. Because if you read Jesus, and we harp on this all the time, studies show yourself approved. If you read Jesus in context, you read the New Covenant, that's just not there. Mm. It's just it's just a mm. self-centered me, me, me. And it, and I think faith without works is dead. I mean, it's it's what is dead? Dead means dead. So you ha- you know it's all about giving your life away. We talked about it last week, or I think it was last week. Um, is that what you know? The problem is, is that we the verbiage we use and the um, statements we use when we lead people to Jesus. It's Jesus come into my life and just join me. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not. It's that's wrong. It's like Jesus coming in my life. I'm following. I'm joining you. You're my Lord. But it's a. I just. It's just. It's. I don't just gonna think it's going to produce any fruit that you wanted to. And honestly, I'd be afraid for you when you met Jesus, because he talks about the, the goats and the, and the sheep and all the things he talks about, about these things, about your works and your faith and being lined up in the equal sign. So I would be tremendously concerned for a person who you're talking about, mm. who just sitting there on a Sunday, every Sunday, you know, 
watching this football game or her football game and on you know buying boats and houses and and not to say that's wrong I, you can have houses and boats but what are you doing with it you know are you serving the kingdom are you serving Jesus are you serving are you serving the least of these my brother are you giving your life away are you giving mm-hmm. out of your your um, need and your excesses mm-hmm. it becomes the more the we find the more you have the more you don't want to give it's it's you know and Jesus talks about the rich man and, and the eye of the camel so I think the answer to your question for me would be it's, it's this really self-centered, selfish gospel you're believing, and it, th- yeah. t- it takes a lot of faith to believe that. We'll be right back with our final segment of The Uncommon Truth in just a second. Don't go away. Has your faith taken a beating in the past year? Or maybe the pandemic has made it hard to go to church and maintain connection? Regardless, if you're having a hard time knowing how to grow in your relationship with Jesus, try the engaging online classes from School of Transformation Light. This is what SOT Light students are talking about. I have become so much more solid in knowing Jesus and who he is and how his sacrifice on the cross changed everything. Throughout this course, the information, the Bible, the teaching finally sunk into my heart instead of stopping at my head. It helped me identify the lies I've believed about myself and allow Jesus to reveal the truth in my identity and what he is doing in my life. I know many people who are searching like I was, and I know these courses will impact their lives as they have mine. I'm a new person. Jesus' life has completely changed me. He is worth following. The live online modules offered by SOT Light are the perfect way to go deeper with Jesus, no matter where you are. Based on the life-changing curriculum of the Father's House School of Transformation, you'll dive deeper into who Jesus is and who that makes you. If you're interested in the School of Transformation Light, visit transformationschool.org today. It's, it's quite yeah. a deceptive gospel. There is no place in the New Testament, no place anywhere, that says you say this prayer and you're done for life. Yeah. You're good. There is no place. You proclaim a belief with words, then you're I'm done. Worried about Not, it. There's nothing yeah. even remotely like that. You know, um, it's really you've been. Re- it's been revealed to you. The truth has been revealed to you. It's Jesus. Now you're responsible. Every parable, every everything, tells you that you're responsible for what you do with the truth. It's good. And James says, "Faith without works is dead." Without Paul says, "Without faith, it's impossible to please God." Those two together tell you one. Th- tell you a very clear story. Uh, along with all of the other hundreds of <laughs> verses that you can put behind it, where Jesus set, gathers them together at the end. And in each one of those parables, like especially the, the group near, the, uh, near the end of Matthew, he goes through this um, six, seven parables in a row. Right. All of them are about reward, punishment, mm-hmm. reward, punishment. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the sheeps and the goats, and the other is two sons working in their father's vineyard. And it's really every one of them has a plus minus, a you are okay, you are not okay. Yeah. And it all is done at the end. The man with the talents comes back to get you. What did you do in your life with the talents? Every parable spells this out. There is nobody that isn't, won't be held responsible to, for knowing this basic truth that faith without works is dead. It's said in so many different places in so many different ways. And we are saved by grace, but it's grace through faith. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it's not going to, dead faith is not going to get you grace. 
Living faith is going to get you grace, and living faith is defined by her works. It's she is mm-hmm. revealed. James says, "I will know your faith by how I see how you live," and that's what's going to procure for you the grace of God for salvation. And I, uh, my assurance for salvation is that I love Jesus, and I'm going to love Jesus. It's not that He loves me. That was already spelled out. That that's was. Good put in stone back on the cross before you were even around yeah. right right yeah. way back god decided a long time ago to save us this way and he provided the lamb of god for me and the love of god for me is already shouted from the rooftops it's already written in in eternity what the question is is i'm going to love him or not hmm. and i am going to love him and that's the assurance of my salvation that's um, good and and to answer your question steve alluded to it but the talents you know one was given ten, one was given five, and one was given one. And the one with one that did nothing with it but buried it, it was taken away from him and given it to the one with many. Mm-hmm. And though, you know, those given little will be given more, you know, they, they were, it's, so, mm-hmm. it's so imperative that you really um, look at your heart. And, you know, I remember when I first was saved, I kind of thought, well, you know, I don't do much. You know, I'm, it's, I got my, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. And it, but it's like he said, there's so many so many revealing revelations in the parables about what you have, your responsibility with what you have. It's not to say mine and hoard it. It's to give it away. Mm. And that's an action. That's, that is faith without works is dead. Yeah, hmm. yeah so I'm, I'm thinking of, like, uh, the people we see. Like, I, I remember encountering so many really awesome young people that, that came and worked at summer camp. Uh, when I was a summer camp director, and they would be 18 to 24, whatever, they're just really on fire. And I go back to check on them, whether it's a text message or sure. social media or whatever. And it's like the whole, the, what they have said hasn't changed at all. I'm a Christian. I love sure. Jesus. I'm going after. And their lives are just like, I mean, for one, they're completely, completely wrecked. So um, we talk about a lot. Uh, building your house on the rock and the rock being the words of Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. And, judge you. and so when, when the storm comes, not if the storm comes, but when the storm comes, you'll be okay. So we've had this huge storm called COVID mm-hmm. and a lot, this summer camp was in Canada, which has had it way worse on far, as far as like lockdowns and things like that. It's, tragic. Um, it's still, it's worse now than it has been yet. And, and so this is one storm that we've all weathered at the same time but it has wrecked and washed them up on the beach. You know, a lot of these people, not all of them, sure. but a lot of them. And, um, and for others, it's like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> you could barely see a scrape on them mm-hmm. on, as far as faith and works, right? And, and how their life looks. And uh, it just shows that some, you know, a lot of these people are the ones who are just, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm good. You know, that's, well, it's all done. Don't you think it's it could be the parable of the um, the, uh, the the seed planted on rocks and 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 shallow ground and and um, the cares of the world yeah and or you're on fire for a while but it's 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 who's on your throne mm-hmm. um, you know because the world tells us that your children need to be number one your husband needs your husband wife need to be number one your job needs to be number one success needs to be one need to you know yourself yeah. yourself yourself is a big one and. I think the sustaining faith is is adding it with the verb of of um, works. Mm. It's it's really. I mean, sometimes we 
we, my friend and I were just talking about today is that Steph just and I, it's like, even when we're, when we're at the Lights of Hope or 23 Nights, there's something about that that for that shows our character and our love for Jesus and it's out there on display and the more you do it the more you want it mm. you know you want to give your life away and, and lots of places you just don't know how but but those people you said they're there some of them are just being decimated because the the rain is falling and beating on their house and uh, mighty is the fall because they just haven't practiced the works part yeah. of it so That's right. so there's uh, another part of this is is, and I think when I think of, I will see your faith by what you do mm-hmm. and how you live. Um, it's showing our faith to people that don't believe, right? And Correct. saying like, okay, well, I'm saying one thing, but I'm also walking the talk. So good. Um, so there's there's a lot of folks that will say I'm a Christian, and you can't really tell, and they go into a crowd, and you can't pick them out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then there's also tons of stories of like, okay, well, this person somehow flipped a switch something happened where wow this became real to them in a in almost like a heartbeat or i mean we have the school of transformation around here and it's a six month for the first first level and people will come in um almost like that verse blind pitiful poor and naked (laughs) in spirit right (laughs) and just turn around and and they're just happy all the time and excited shiny shiny baubles they're just amazing so i don't want to be all down in the dumps all the time because really this when you see somebody who actually knows what jesus has done for them and starts walking in that and starts actually putting their faith into practice following the words of jesus it's like a spectacle right so i mean can you think of anything like that in your memory recently of people who have become spectacles yeah just like wow you can't you can't help but saying like I don't know anything, but I know that person is. Yeah, has so many people. We have so many people around here that um, have come actually from the jail, or from the South Side, which is our drug 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 area. And I just look every every Sunday. I, I'm telling someone about their lives, and ha- if if I wasn't a Christian, just seeing the transformation, and it's through faith and works. They can't mm-hmm. just sit there and believe that I'm going from a drug addict. Okay, I did this 30 days, and now I'm fine. There's actually incredible amount of of works that they had to work out to get themselves from from less than zero to married and with a child yeah you know um with a wife that loves them so can i think of people yeah so many in our 40 years and and even probably way more since we started the father's house and life recovery ministry Mm -hmm. in the school of transformation because like you said with school of transformation it's in your face he's you know it's a holy spirit it's you know it's not a bible college it's what the holy spirit's doing in you individually because mm-hmm. he does individual things to us so yeah the, the um born again nature um it should be substantial you should be able to tell christians right. by their love you know there's just to be a song you will know me by my love by mm-hmm. my love you should know me by my actions yeah. you should be i should not blend into a crowd I should stand out you don't. because I have Jesus. I yeah. don't blend into a crowd. <laughs> and I don't think it's always just going out and exampling to those who don't know him. Mm-hmm. I think one of the bigger issues of living a holy life, one of the monster issues, is the brother next to you. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone has their moments of struggle. Everybody has their moments of doubt. We have walked through a lot of catastrophe in 2020. And we've, we saw a lot of hard things in our life in these last five years even. Yeah. So... Your brother next to you, 
his faith being works, his actions being loud, his his you know responses being on the rock, him telling the truth. All of those things are just I think brother to brother, sister, you know, all of us as family, I think that's one of the most important issues of my faith without works is dead, and my faith with works so is good. alive. Yeah. Is that it's about and that's why church is so important. The eye cannot say to the ear, I have no need of you, because we need each other. And we need each other not just to be that Christian that prayed once and they live and whatever. I'm saved, I'm saved. I'm good, you know, and my action, my life, it doesn't ma- matter what I do. We don't need that guy around us or the one hyping the faith, saying things, you know, God did this, totally did this, totally did this when he didn't. Because I can see, I can look and go, well, am I the only one that doesn't believe this? And, and my faith can be destroyed. But that brother standing next to me saying, praise the Lord, brother. And him even being imperfect, just praise the Lord, brother. I'm with you. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to believe. It's it, The storm's, the wind's blowing. It's raining hard, but I'm going to believe. Yeah. Why don't we just trust Jesus? That thing together is what I think the Sorry. works of trusting Jesus are as important or as the preaching of the gospel to the lost. Accountability of that. I don't know why the lost would ever listen, listen to us as in, un, uncredible as we are Yeah. sometimes. And I think that the Christian church needs to be the most honest place on earth. Yeah. And I don't mean honest mean. I mean honest in terms of truth. Yeah. Transparent, yeah. Yeah. You know, I I hear this, and, and I'm, I still try to put on my outsider hat every once in a while. Like, what did That's I think good. about this before I got here? Mm-hmm. Or what did I think about this before I was a Christian? And uh, my first thought is like, man, that's challenging. Like, okay, that's that's going to be a lot of a lot of evenings volunteering and weekends doing stuff. It's and, a lot of time. Right? And then there's a lot of work of like, okay, well, I can't just turn it off when I get home with my family. I can't just turn it off when the other Christians are around, it, this is this is how I live, and this is how, how I have to keep exercising this and working towards it. But you know what is, is interesting in like two years since I've been here is that it actually comes with a lot of peace because I remember, I remember at times in my life where I wasn't consciously trying to live two lives. No. It just was the consequence of my theology sure. of that, like, well, I'm saved, right? So it's all good. And... Um, and that was was a heavy weight to carry around just in your subconscious. Like, I, I just don't think these puzzle pieces fit together. And you kind of know it, right? That's good. But when things line up and and you're like, okay, well, this this at least is the right way to do it. Even though, it's hard. Even though that's a mountain I'm climbing, yeah. I at least know the path that I'm on, uh-huh. right? And, and I know the next five steps in front of me. And I know the one that's going to help me up the mountain. Um, and so I, I just, I don't know. It, there's a, a challenge to it, but there's a, a peace that comes with it, right? I think that's so good because Jesus says, I am, um, you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And when you know what he's doing, and you're not having so much blind faith to presume what he's doing, when you read him in context instead of show yourself approved and see what he really, really means like that, it re- like for even for you, you know, it's like it's it's what Jesus said. So we are endeavoring to read what he says and do what he says mm-hmm. and not make excuses. And in our Christianity, you know, before the Father's house, is that we kind of sometimes just skipped over it, glossed over it. The Ananias and Sapphira, not you and I, but yeah, we, I you know, no, not you, Steve, but uh, everybody else. <laughs> no, Steve's never done that. But anyway, uh, just, you know, I mean, but reading specifically <laughs> in context. Yeah. 
it really does clarify a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It does. Mm -hmm. But Steve's been perfect. I <laughs> know. No. <laughs> no, you off. have. Be perfect like I've been perfect. Or well, that's perfect. the goal anyway. Amen. So he really has been. That's the vision. I think that's really good. I think that clears things up. So I hope so. To, to sum things up, faith is faith and, and works should be synonymous. They should be the Equal same thing. Sign. They shouldn't be separated. Your life should have works. You know, they talk about the thief on the cross. He proclaimed Jesus Lord. It was a, of great works in front of men who could still hurt him that's bad. That's good. Mm. They could hurt. They did hurt him bad, and he made a proclamation that Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, remember me, right in front of these bad dudes that are just now tortured this guy. You know, mm -hmm. and it, great works. It's a it, it, great faith shown by his great works, and you can't separate it. You can't say what came first, the chicken or the egg. What came first? It really, it kind of is belief, then, then actions follow. But even the belief is almost always an action. Mm -hmm. Before I prayed my prayer, I had to get out of my, I had to ask the guy next to me to move. I had to go down an aisle of people in a big auditorium. And then up, up the, I had to go down the chairs. They all had to scooch back to let me by. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a lot of time for me to say, oh, never mind. Yeah. No, I had to go. I, I had to go. And so that action met with the presence of Jesus in the prayer, met with my response to that. What did I do with that? I began to say, what's next, Jesus? I began to talk to him. Lead me. I'll do whatever you mm. want. Surrender and submit to him. And I became who I am today mm. because of that, those actions. And so they are, it was faith and it was action. It was action and it was faith. And then I began to see all the other things he wanted me to do, like die deny myself pick up my cross oh my gosh i hope yeah. there's never a cross to pick up yeah but if it, there is i want to pick up my cross be able to mm -hmm. i think i just had a real thought um you know when we first get saved a lot of times we're on fire for jesus and yeah. um i think actually we have it backwards it seems like the the more we're the longer we're with jesus the less we do and when we first meet him we're so excited and we're so grateful lots of us lots of, some people aren't but um I think it should grow as we grow, as we grow in wisdom and stature and revelation of who Jesus is and reading him. Honestly, our given of our life and our, and our work should be actually increase and increase. And I think in our country, it goes the opposite way. Mm. It's just like, I'm fine. I don't really care about you. You know, I got mine. You know, I'm just going to now with everybody's hunkering and, you know, yeah. um, with their family. But I just, I just, I think we have it backwards. It's like, because I know when I was saved, I was radically, radically saved, and I wanted to do it all, you know. But as you get as the cares of the world, you get married, you have kids, and you get bogged down, you just kind of start pedaling backwards, I think, or, mm -hmm. or, the, or the current just starts taking you backwards. Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So if you're that out good, there and it? you yeah. feel so maybe, maybe you're in that season of Christianity, maybe you've never trusted Jesus, but maybe you have and you've never quite taken that step of, okay, these things need to line up 100%. And uh, maybe you're even like me where it's like something, it feels like there's a splinter in my brain somewhere. It's Something's good. not quite adding up. And I know there should be more to, to my life and my faith than this. Uh, we have lots of opportunities wherever you're at, whether you're in Canada in lockdown, whether you're uh, somewhere else in the U.S. or in Europe and you can't get here, or maybe you can, you got time to come and do six months and uh, figure out some stuff in our school of transformation we've got stuff for you that that will really help 
Um, it's been working for me. It's been amazing for my wife, lots of other people around. Um, so that, that's the School of Transformation is the six-month course um, here in Orville, and that's full-time, and you come and live here and get to be a part of all this, put this, what we're saying today, in actual practice every single day. Um, and then if you can't make it here, we've got our School of Transformation light, and that's, that's online. It's over Zoom. It's live, so it's, it's an actual whenever it's happening in your time zone, that's when it goes on. And uh, I actually operate the camera for that. So I get to be in those and it's amazing. <laughs> Baptized. Um, and seeing the people that have come through, there's different modules over six months mm-hmm. and you do them in order. But um, big shout out to my, my mother-in-law in Canada. She's, Emily. She's graduating this oh, weekend. Congratulations. From module three. So That's she's done awesome. module one, two, and three. And our good friend <laughs> Carly, both of whom are also your fans on, on love uh, The Uncommon Truth. So we're really proud of them. But they are different people than when they started and oh, have awesome. a lot more peace and a lot more demonstration of their, their faith in Jesus. So, and it starts in March, Matt? Yeah, next? that's right. So uh, module one for SOT Light, that's the online uh, Zoom class. It's in person, too, if, you can, if you're in Orville and you, you can't commit to being full-time in mm-hmm. school. Um, but that's SOT Light, and that starts March 7th. Um, and you can apply online at, at transformationschool.org. Awesome. And uh, the, the full-time six-month school, uh, which can actually become a three-year school if you want to go through the whole internship as I'm doing, um, that's also at transformationschool.org, and that's here in Orville. So you can apply for both of those there. Uh, if you need help, yeah, email us at theuncommonpodcast uh, at gmail.com, and we'll help you out. And if you're listening, uh, listening in to us on the radio. We want to know who you are, so just send Max a, um, an email. Yeah, or, uh, um, the Uncommon Podcast at yeah, gmail.com. Know, yeah. so. And one more thing, um, our wonderful fact check, checker is now 30 years old. Oh, that's He just right. celebrated his 30th birthday. He came to us when he was 19 from England, a young young man, and now he's an old man, and he's 30, so happy birthday, Luke old Pollock. Man. Yeah, he's our producer yeah, here. Yeah, there he is. He's our 30, producer. 30, flirty, and thriving. 30, right? flirty, and he's yeah. single. Okay, there, there we go. go. Yeah, look at him. Well, on that, on that bombshell, let's end the program. Thanks so much Bye, for listening to Bye. The Thank Uncommon you. Truth, and we'll see you next week.